Hello and welcome to this episode of Travel Stories from the Back Again and Gone podcast, being recorded in the beautiful Fairfield Inn and Suites, Windsor Lock, Connecticut. Tonight, we're talking about road drinking. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome. And tonight we're talking about road drinking, and I'm actually in Connecticut, as I always say, drink local, and I am enjoying a nice, and it's actually pretty good, a Lawson's Finest Liquids Sip of Sunshine IPA, 8%. And when that one's done, I have a backup from New England Brewing Company, the Sea Hag, which is, which is a great name, Sea Hag IPA at 6.2% APV. And their motto at uh, New England Brewing is, drink it, it's good. So last week was a very uneventful travel week, <laughs> and it really was. I uh, made a road trip up into Georgia, had roughly two days of meetings, turned around and came back, and that was about it. No out-of-the-ordinary meals, no crazy hotel room neighbors, nothing, just kind of one of those down weeks, which is kind of, kind of nice, kind of unusual. There seems to always be something that you can find on the road, but it was just kind of a ho-hum week. So tonight we're talking about road drinking. That's not drinking on the road or drinking while you're driving. Honestly, it can be tough to find a decent drink on the road, right? It's easy to pick up a six pack. And like I always say, drink local, but still, you know, beers can make you feel bloated. Sometimes you want a little bit more. Most hotels that I stay at don't offer mini bars. Hotel uh, mini bars are expensive. If they do, even the the bars in the hotel lobby can get really expensive really quick. Hotel beers can get crazily expensive. I know that when we've had uh, roundabout meetings, we have bought thirty six dollars six packs before because it's six bucks a beer. Airplane drink carts are basically limited. You know, and, and most honestly, for me at least, my wallet doesn't allow me to uh, to close out a hotel bar every single night. Now, years ago, my wife gave me a beautiful, and I'll, I'll put a lot of pictures up on the website this week, but it gave me a beautiful uh, handy drinking pouch. It's got a couple of collapsible metal cups, bartender's uh, corkscrew, a uh, stir stick, slots to hold three nip or airplane bottles, we call them nips. And when traveling by car, that little kit can 10x most any evening in a in a room. And a lot of times when my wife and I travel together, that's what we'll load up. We'll load up that little kit with uh, some things and a couple cans of uh, Diet Coke or ginger ale, cranberry juice, and you can have an actually pretty decent evening in your hotel room for about less than 10 bucks versus, you know, 30 to $35 in the hotel bar. Not taking anything away. From a hotel bar, uh, my wife and I and the traveling guys, when we're together, we've always had great conversations at the bar. But especially if you're alone, uh, you end up looking like that guy with the Sansa Belt pa- uh, pants, Herb Tarlick, if you remember that from the good old WKRP series, that lone guy down at the end of the bar. And again, we talked about traveling solo, and you do really have to not be afraid to go out by yourself. But sometimes you just want to head to the hotel room. And so tonight we're going to talk about a few different ways to punch that up just a little bit. 
So before your next trip, head over to the liquor store and pick up a half a dozen different nip bottles. Well, maybe not a half dozen, but depending on the length of your trip or what your alcohol fortitude will take. But try something different. For instance, Kahlua and Bailey's is a perfect addition to coffee, especially at the end of the day. I don't know if I would advise starting your day with that, especially if you have a meeting. Maybe if you do have a meeting, maybe two or three of those is a better way to start the day. That's a nice way to wind down the end of the day. Vodkas now come in so many different infused flavors. You can make your own infused flavors of vodkas. There's plenty of recipes. I'll see if I can find some and put that up on the website. Try a different brand of bourbon. If you can, lucky enough to find, um, which you're probably not going to, but Blanton's. If you ever come across a small bottle of Blanton's, definitely pick it up if you're a bourbon guy, if you like brown liquor or a bourbon girl. But try something different. Get away from the Jack Daniels. Uh, Fireball is hack as it sounds, and I, and I really do bust Fireball's chops quite a bit. Makes a great additive to something as simple as ginger ale. And if you get a really nice gin over ice, can easily be enhanced. And there's actually a ton of gin-making kits. Go on Amazon, and if you really want to experiment with some some cool stuff, buy a gin-making kit that has all the additives, all the the rosemary, all the coriander, all the stuff that you can put into a bottle of vodka and really take it to the next level. So you can easily hack an existing drink menu into something far better, even on the plane. And so many of the resources that you need to do this, you can find at the hotel or your local grocery store. So at most hotels, you will find an endless supply or have at your disposal salt packets, right? Is a margarita complete without salt? I think not. Hot sauce packets, every breakfast bar, every Hampton Inn, every Fairfield, every Marriott, they all have little small packets of Frank's Red Hot or Texas Pete. Grab a couple of those. And that's a great way to take a bottle of or a can of tomato juice and some vodka and make a hotel Bloody Mary. Coffee stirs, right? Most hotel rooms, almost every single one has one of those coffee packets. Most have a stir stick. Yep, perfect for stirring a drink when you don't have a cocktail shaker. Here's a side note for all you health, health guys or health girls. If you travel with a protein shaker blender bottle, one of those ones with the round whisk inside, those are great cocktail shakers. Just make sure you uh, wash it out because nobody wants protein powder in their cocktail. may not be so bad having some cocktail in your protein powder, but we definitely don't want protein powder in our cocktail. And that stir stick also works great for skewering your garnish. Talk about kicking it up, right? What's better than having a little garnish in your hotel room drink? Coffee creamer. You go downstairs in the morning, most of them have... French vanilla, hazelnut, grab a couple of those, and you can create some kind of Kahlua Russian cocktail creation of some sort. Plastic knife, perfect for cutting fruit or microperlaning the skin off the, the side of an orange for some garnish. Sugar packets, right? If you're a fan of old-fashioned, you can uh, create your own hotel room simple sugar. Spare coffee cup in your hotel microwave, heat up some water, dump in some sugar, and stir till your heart's delight. Most hotel loyalty programs give you a free can of soda when you check in. Get something besides Diet Coke, right? Ask for a ginger ale. You've got a ginger ale. You've got a great base for a bourbon and ginger ale, one of the most classic drinks of all time. Fireball and ginger ale is another great one. Ask for a can of lemonade or Fresca or a Sprite. They just, all those beg to be mixed with some kind of a vodka additive, right? How about a 
I don't know, a tangerine vodka mixed with Fresca. Every room has coffee cups, so now you've got something to drink out of. If your room, if you're staying at one of the Marriott properties, most of them have real glasses. Make sure you wash them before you use them. Buy a can of soda. You want to do something really cool, buy a can of soda. Widen up the top a little bit. Pour an ounce or so out of the top of it. Drop in uh, upside down a bottle of bourbon. Stick a skewer in the side with a lime peel. And you've got something pretty impressive for when you uh, want to kick back and relax at the end of the day. Grocery stores have plenty of supplies as well. I'm a big fan of Publix. Living in Florida, our life is dependent on having Publix subs at least once a month. And they're actually their sushi is not bad. So purchase a tray of sushi, and while you're at it, grab an extra package of soy sauce. What a great way to, to add that to a Bloody Mary. Wash those chopsticks, and you have another another way to stir a drink. Save that pickled ginger. Take that bourbon and ginger ale and throw in a couple pieces of pickled ginger or muddle it in the uh, the bottom of a cup with that chopstick before you uh, pull in the pour in the bourbon and the ginger ale. Buy a can or two of uh, V8 juice and you got a good base for a Bloody Mary. Throw in, again, maybe that uh, soy sauce and a little bit of that Texas peat from the breakfast bar. Grab a fresh lime or a lemon. You've got some fresh lime juice. You've got a garnish. You can take that knife and kind of microplane some of the uh, the flesh off the side of it. Uh, a bundle of fresh mint leaves. If you want to experiment with mojitos or mint juleps. Easy to do. Mint's relatively cheap. What you don't use, leave in the trash can. I also usually carry a few things from home. I use pill bags for housing my uh, vitamins when I travel. I've talked about them before. I think they're 7 bucks, and I get about 100 of them. Those are great for holding some legitimate margarita salt from home. My new favorite seasoning, and I'm going to butcher the name, is the Tajin, T-A-J-I-N. That is great for rimming a glass or a, a coffee cup before you add a drink. That makes a great ba- a base if you're going to end up doing beer. Buy a Clamato beer and put some Tajin around the rim. Lots of times, most of the, the hotels I stay at have some sort of a manager's reception. And usually the best beer they have, occasionally they'll have yingling if they've got a little bit better budget. Right around the top of that bottle, throw some of that Tajin spice. A great way to punch up a drink. The other thing I carry is two-ounce squeeze bottles. You can get these things through TSA. I think the last time I bought six of them on Amazon, they were probably less than 5 or $6. But they're perfect if you're like me and you're a professional, which I always, every time I go and uh, buy a hotel beer or something, desk clerk will ask if I need if they need to open the beer bottles for me, and I'll tell them, no, I'm a professional. I've got a, an opener in the room. But I take those little two-ounce squeeze bottles and fill them with, some bitters or some simple syrup from home, you know, maybe your own hot sauce or some Worcestershire sauce. They can be, those can be also be used for turning a bland dinner into something memorable by squirting a little bit of Worcestershire or some hot sauce on it. If you're a purist with your drinks, which I am not, typically the first drink I start out with, especially at home, is pretty much by the book. But if you're a purist, grab an empty pill bottle and mark on the side every ounce. So now when you really want to make a legit drink that requires two ounces of bourbon, two ounces of ginger ale, an ounce of simple syrup, whatever it is, you can actually do some legit measuring. 
So with that, if you're a true traveling machine, which I am not, <laughs> it sounds like it, but I'm not, the Stanley offers their Adventure Happy Hour Cocktail Shaker Set. And I actually saw one of these, I don't remember where I was at, I was at some outlet, oh, it was an Eddie Bauer outlet. And this is really pretty cool. It, it reminds you of the Stanley thermoses, which we've probably seen, you know, all the guys at the construction site carry. But it's a double-walled steel rocks, gla- rocks glass, a citrus reamer, and a jigger cap. So you've got everything you need, really. This would be great for tailgating, but everything that you need to really make some legitimate drinks. The other thing, which I have not tried, but I've seen a lot of people using them, are drink pouches. Make your own freezable, resealable pouch. So think about it as kind of an adult version of a Capri Sun, for lack of a better term. All right, so what do you make? So beyond the typical Jack and Coke, what are some of the things, well, you can make a mint julep. If you're into horse racing, I was actually, where was I last night? Uh, we were in Rhode Island, and actually at the uh, the bar we were watching the horse races. So your mint julep perfectly goes with horse racing, or at least they say. So start out with some simple syrup so you can make your own. You know, a little bit of water in the microwave, some granulated sugar, stir a little bit. If not, bring a couple, two or three ounces from home. Get you some whole fresh mint leaves, which just about every single grocery store out there sells. So go ahead and muddle that into the uh, the glass. And the drink is pretty straightforward. Pour in the simple syrup, throw in some ice, and then drop about four ounces of a good quality bourbon. If you're a purist like me, I always go with Maker's Mark for my uh, my mint juleps. And when I really want to treat myself, I'll go with Woodford Reserve. I'm a huge Woodford Reserve fan. I did their tour years ago. Probably one of the better tours. A little bit more intimate and private than the Jack Daniels tour. They make a superb Kentucky bourbon. So over the past year or so, I've gotten more into gins. My son turned me on to this one, the Gin Gimlet. This is taking that classic gimlet that you've always talked about at the holiday parties. But, you know, add a few cups of ice in a short glass, about an ounce and a half of gin, some sweetened lime juice. So that's easy to do, right? Get you a fresh lime, squeeze a little bit of that, throw some of that simple syrup, top it with some soda water. You know, you can do this same drink if you're not a gin fan with vodka and gin and vodka are very similar the only difference is the um the herbs or not I want to say herbs but the uh, the spices that go into a gin try something like that and make a tequila gimlet for a, a real twist on it but you never know you might like it you know while we're talking about vodka so how about a moscow mule two parts vodka so a couple ounces of vodka three parts of ginger beer so about a half a can of ginger beer Take the other half of that lime that you've got, squeeze the juice into it, take that plastic knife, cut off a slice of that lime, put it on the edge of that coffee cup as a garnish, and you've got a hotel room Moscow mule. Here's another one that I really like. is a, I think it's actually called a gin buck. I just call it gin and ginger, but about one and a half parts of gin. And I would actually put a good gin in this, a tangeray. I mean, if you've really got a, a better budget, some of the Bombay, put about the half a juice of a lemon in it, little ginger ale to top it off, garnish it with a little bit of that lemon wedge on the side, and you've got a perfect, I think, like I said, I think it's called an actual gin buck. I call it a gin and ginger. 
That's a great drink, easy to do. Another one is the good old classic uh, Gold Rush. Couple ounces of bourbon, some fresh lemon juice, some honey, honey syrup. Most hotels down in the breakfast area have honey for all the people for their teas. Put all this into that shaker bottle, shake for about 15, 16 seconds, strain it out over the, uh, the top. Unfortunately, it's typically made with one big square ice cube in the bottom of the, uh, in the bottom of the glass. You're probably not going to have that luxury. So get a handful of ice. Another one of my favorite drinks is the classic Manhattan. And either a bourbon or a rye will work for this. And this is when you go and buy those nip bottles at the liquor store. Buy something different, right? This is a classic drink. This drink has been around since the 1800s. It was around before we had all these crazy concoctions of different bourbons. If you want something a little bit more spicier, go with a rye over a bourbon. Two ounces of a rye whiskey about an ounce of sweet vermouth, and a couple dashes of bitters. And when it comes to bitters, I always buy the uh, Angostura bitters. They're expensive, but they're, they make all the difference in the world. That's an easy drink to take on the road with you. Get you a bottle or two of those little squeeze bottles filled with vermouth, and then a third bottle filled with the bitters, and a couple, two or three of those... Uh, nip bottles of rye, and you've got enough for, you know, a solid two to three drinks while you're on the road. So if you don't want to mess with all this uh, hotel chemistry, so to speak, you can always pick up some prepackaged things in at the Publix. And I hate to reference Publix, but, hey, I'm from Florida, and either you shop at Publix or you don't go grocery shopping for the most part. But they're always having, you'll see, the, the specials with uh, Rita's, or the margaritas and the juice pouches or Dell's lemon drops. You know, a lot of, a lot of those things are packed full of booze. Some of those, uh, especially the lemon drops, I think can hit close to 9%. But you know what? If you don't want to mess with mixing all this stuff in your hotel room or trudging it around, run by the, uh, the grocery store, pick up a couple of the pre-mixed pouches, you know, throw them in the freezer or the, the refrigerator in your hotel room. Or if even if that's not cold enough, fill uh, the sink with some ice and throw them in there and let them set for an hour or two. And again, you've got a nice way to kind of wind down the evening. Well, I hope that helps you out a little bit. Life on the road can be different at times, and it doesn't have to all mean just beer. Do yourself a favor. Try something different. I promise you'll enjoy it. Thanks for listening, and safe travels. Hey, wait a second. Don't go. Make sure you check out all the blogs over at HypeAmerica.com. From food to travel to just general life humor, we cover all the topics. Thanks again.